the Swoosh Life Podcast. Season 2. Welcome back, everybody, to the podcast. This is episode 22. I'm feeling 23, 24, 24. No, the Griffey episode was last week. Yeah, I know, but that was two. The Jordan Street continues. I don't even. Oh, gosh man. darn it, guys. I have lost my way. 24, 24, 2.9. 2.9, episode 9 of season 2. Keith is helping me out here. I'm just going to have Keith do the intros now. But guys, we are back. Switch Life Podcast is Good back this week. Um, and what a week we have lined up. And what a time to be alive here for, for the Nike guys. Scotty Scheffler number one in the world we got some flack on uh instagram that we all talked about him but nobody picked him yeah we and really all thought of our, we all yeah, thought ourselves we, on that one we did not do well i i said it like twice on the podcast that i was gonna pick up and i went with paul casey who has let me down for the second week in a row like i know like paul i know it's not i know you're not doing it personally to me and, and get better with your back but like gosh darn it like so but congratulations scotty what a way i mean we all knew it we knew austin country club we knew that it was his home his home uh place with him being a ut alum but man what a way to like kind of do it and and kind of take charge and against the bulldog kevin kisner who is a great uh match play player we he got it done so uh, how else was your weekend, guys? We're gonna we're gonna kind of roundtable this quickly tonight. We're gonna go through Keith's pick early uh, tonight for the Valero Texas Open because we have an awesome, awesome interview lined up ahead with um, I want to call someone famous, but someone who's really, really great um, and a filmmaker, a couple Emmys, all that stuff. So we'll get to that soon, huh? He's definitely an upgrade over Nick. <laughs> yeah yeah and huge and and nick would agree with that i think so um we we're super excited to bring you that guys later after the break um but we will kind of round table right now so how was your weekend boys keith first round of 2022 in the books oh yeah that was great uh the week went by great and then the weekend got even better i was able to sneak out with my brother-in-law to and a couple other buddies out to the cape we played the captain's course never been out I don't think I've ever played on the Cape and of course never played that course either, but it was great. It was sunny when we teed off and it got cold when we ended. So <laughs> good thing there was drinks flowing like crazy because that kept us warm. Um, for drinking that amount, I, uh, I played pretty well, actually. Um, yeah, we just nine. No, what did I shoot? Eight bogeys, one birdie for 79. First time out, so I was with happy. libations, with liquids, with, li- well, with, with liquid, with liquid, liquid sweet. and probably some other things we probably can't talk about <laughs> on the podcast. So uh, we'll keep it as that. Um, but no, it was great. It was great to get out. You know, I can't wait to play again. It's been cold the past couple of days here in Connecticut, so hopefully by the end of this week, and uh, I might get out again uh, next week. But it's six. Other inches. than that. Three yeah. to six inches of six snow. Inches? Three oh to six inches? Three to six inches. Yeah. There was snow this morning. It has seemed to melt throughout the day with the sun. It will be 63 here tomorrow when you guys listen to this. Uh, but, yeah, it's the snow, man. I, I It came up in my time hop that I played golf three years ago today or two years ago. It's like, what am I doing? Like, I'm, I'm stuck, like, in a snow cave right now. It's terrible. So, uh, Matt, how is uh, how's the windy city treating you is it windy and cold like, no same thing out? like golf is so far out and i've come to this realization about me and golf and the relationship i have oh, as my son kind of reminds me what time it is but the the realization we've i've come to is that i might enjoy fitting more than playing like i get so much joy from like sending somebody up with a new set of clubs and then i'm in and out it's like you know four-hour shift make some people happy and they got new sticks. Everybody gets happy. We're going to go golfing versus me maybe going to the course five, six, seven hours. If you ask my wife, it takes 10 hours, uh, <laughs> way too long for me to golf. And then, you know, it's maybe, maybe I broke 90, maybe I didn't and it ruins my day. So, and, and maybe that's just a lie because I just know that golf is not going to happen for another few weeks for me. Yeah. But yeah. what did happen on Saturday was Air Max Day. So I don't know Air how Max. you guys celebrated Air Max oh, yeah. Day. But wanted to ask everybody here two questions. What's your favorite Air Max shoe? 
of all time, your favorite Air Max shoe of all time, and then second, what's an Air Max shoe that Nike has not made into a golf shoe yet that you would like to see make? Ooh, golf okay, shoe? all right. And I'll, I'll give mine first, you know, <laughs> yeah. so you guys got a little bit of time. So my favorite Air Max shoe of all time is the Air Max Plus. It came out, you see it a lot at like Champs and Foot Locker. They get a lot of the exclusive colorways. It's got something called tuned air, which I don't know how many people know about. It's actually, for those of you that pronate, it was little columns built into the Air Max and the heel to kind of help people who pronate. So Air Max Plus, kind of famous one for me. That's like my favorite. Uh, It might be tied with the 270. So if you're asking me like what golf shoe, but then I don't think it would make a great golf shoe. So like an Air Max that I wish would become a golf shoe. Like, I don't know, like the Air Max genome looks pretty sweet right now. Yeah. And, and stuff like that. So, some of the stuff that has full length zoom, like Air Max 97 made a great golf shoe, in my opinion. I think the Air Max I wish they would bring golf that shoe back. Yeah. is almost better. Oh, wait. But did you notice what popped up on Nike.com today? Yeah, there's a oh, bunch yeah. of different. The Masters drop and actually new colors showed there up. For the Masters? Yeah. Well, we did notice the Masters one. And on top of that, those, those overseas Air Max 97s, those Zebras, yeah. those appeared too for like half a second and they came back. So I don't know if we're going to get a U.S. release, but uh, look, you know, we, we could table that for next week because we got to get to the get to our awesome guest. But yeah, what do you guys think? Favorite Air Max and what would you make into a, a golf shoe? Go ahead, Keith. Uh, favorite Air Max. It's going to be a golf shoe right now but it's the 270 i love that shoe comfortable on and off the course um i don't even i don't even get the the um the regular one the the ones that are in the retail stores i just wear the the golf ones around so um 270 for me for favorite air max and i'm going back a little bit to my high school days i'm going to the on the 2003 air max where i had the bubble all the way on the bottom there and i wish they would make that into a golf shoe as well you know, it's, of course, soft bottom, but it had a nice big swoosh on the side, um, bigger than your your usual Air Maxes. Um, but no, I'd go 03 Air Max shoe. Ooh, 03 would be, would be nice. Yeah. You know what I might change? The one I want as a golf shoe? 270 React. Because, you know, they got the 270 Reacts now. That yeah. would be sick as a golf yeah. shoe. I, I think we, we left me for last here, and I think everyone knows what my favorite Air Max is, which is Air Max 1. Uh, two ones that I would like to see. Air Max 93, I would really like to see. 95 is a close second. I think that would look really like great. Um, plus, you're just kind of bringing that streetwear style to the golf course, which I think we're doing well. But the Air Max LTD 3 is lovely like is a lovely lovely shoe and that's got a big heel bubble kind of thing that kind of extends and wraps around i think that would look really well and could be like the next wave of like a 270 you know kind of thing and it's got a big big swoosh on it big kind of like different color heel like tab like you could you could do some fun things with that with the colorways and whatnot so i don't know if it'd ever be possible as a golf shoe but i don't know if any of you guys have ever worn the vapor max stuff oh yeah I know. I mean, I, I've never a, worn it, but I've seen it, and I, they're so expensive. Like that'd be—that's the hardest part. But that's like that whole sole is a bubble, <laughs> you know. Like it's—it's it's, it's got a lot of grooves in it, so it'd probably like fill up quick. I'm sure it'd be hard to make as a golf. You probably shoe, just use yeah. it as a golf shoe because it's got so much of a thing. But I love Air Max Day. Air Max Day is a great thing. Great to see all the posts going around. Matt, you had really got a post. Uh, Keith had a great post of showing all his Air Maxes. I lack. I, I love Air Maxes. I don't have many of them. So I wore my custom wedding shoes Air Maxes that day, though, with my new Nike pants, uh, which I showed off to the boys and love that colorway that we we got, which was, I forget. Pasta. Pasta. Yeah. I mean, Pasta. when the wife says she really likes the color of pants and that's why you buy them there, or if that's how you get to buy them, I should say. So that was, that was fun. Um, this weekend, it, it was, it was a good time. So yeah, Air Max day is great. Some, some Nike drops coming around Four one is coming up. That's always a big time with Nike, um, for the spring summer sort of drop masters week is next week guys i cannot wait we are gonna have some awesome fun stuff planned that week um with some new logos coming out and some uh new 
backdrops and wallpapers for you guys to consume and use. Um, and we may even have a couple giveaways um, coming as well. So stay tuned for that. And Masters Week is just our favorite week. Plus, not to mention that the big cat spotted at Augusta National today. Tiger and Charlie there is what I see all last. Actually, a little breaking news from our boy, Ryan Mullen has posted this, but also TW Spot and TW Legion is kind of our go-to. I'm just looking at Instagram real quick. Uh, here is the news that we have heard Tuesday before the Masters. He played every single hole, all 18 of them, and he looked good to me from a, a source speaking to ESPN about Tiger's practice round. So Big Cat in route, on property, at Augusta. Keith, you called this, man. You you called it, too. You called it. as a, But you kept saying, he's playing, he's playing. And we called it on the podcast last week. Unless, of course, we didn't. Uh, but Big Cat like, on property in there is, is, is quite quite a buzz. Quite a buzz. Yeah. If that doesn't get you going, I don't know what does. But, like, even when he posted that three-second video last year, it's like it gets you going a little bit. Like he's playing still for something, and like, why not? Why not come back if you're healthy enough and everything? Why not try to come back for Augusta? It's it's a good spot to come back. You know, you're out of the public eye a little bit. It's more more. I'm not gonna say caged in, but you're more surrounded by people that care about this sport and care about how good and how well you can succeed at it. So with all these rumbles going on with tiger and his jet being there, it's just, it's, it's awesome. And, you know, if he plays, this place is going to blow up. You know, if, if he doesn't, we know he's getting there and he wants to be there again. So it's good news either way, but I had, we, you and I Gumby and Matt as well. We all, we all have this feeling that he's going to show up. He's so, play. I don't know. How, how do you think about it? Gummy? Uh, I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, I'm, I'm tempering my expectations a little bit. Um, I think that it's just, you know, you want to see him play. You don't want him to see it do any damage, you know, cause like we want him to, to last. Uh, but I think it's important for him to play for the game of golf, for the champions dinner and all that to show, to show the guys that like, I'm okay. I'm doing good. So I think it'll be fun. Yeah, he's also there with my buddy Joey, so that's another good thing too. It is so true. Maybe someday we'll get him on the pod. That'd be amazing. I uh, think Joey Lacava would absolutely come yeah, on the podcast. He would, and we will probably bring back the the Swoosh Life Fantasy League on Masters.com as well for all of our followers and listeners. So if you want to um, be a part of that, you can you can search the Swoosh Life Podcast on masters.com fantasy to join we will also be posting the link in our bio on instagram so that you can join our golf league on masters.com for masters week next week uh what else is going on guys i mean we a lot of stuff with scotty this week just great to see but i think we're just all super excited about our 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 guest and whatnot but we have to get to to keith's pick we have to get the Keith's pick. The yeah, Valero Texas pick. This is the primer event to the Masters. Um, however, if you win, you don't actually get into the Masters. That was last week was the last week for the cutoff. So, uh, but it is, a, it is a good win. No one has won the Valero Texas Open and then won the Masters the following week, correct? So if you're saving your pick, if you want someone to win next week, don't pick them this week. Okay, guys. So who do we have? Keith, you started us off. This is you, this is your segment here on the Blair yeah. Texas Open. Not too many Nike guys in the field this week because they're getting ready for the big one and next week with the Masters. But just looking at this, I'm going to go maybe with a sleep horse a little bit. I'm going to go with Jason Day on this one. Just because it's a kind of a quieter tournament right now leading up, and I feel like he can, you know, finagle his way around the Valero Texas Open and, and plays pretty well, maybe even get the W, and then we'll see him again uh, next week at the Masters. But I'm going Jason Day. 
You know what's funny is uh, I, I've second-guessed myself throughout this whole thing. Like, I wanted to go Tommy Fleetwood at the players, and then I, I went with Brooks D, and it didn't work out. And then last week, we were all talking about Scotty Scheffler, and I double-overthought it because I had Scotty as an option, and I didn't. And then I thought, Brooksy, I even called out that I was going to go with Brooks, which would have won me the thing, and I didn't go with Brooks. I went with Harold Varner III. So I'm going with my first impression, my first thought, and it's the young gun, and he's going to win Camp Champ. Amp champ. I like that nice. play. Uh, very nice. I always tend to look at the, the betting line. So I'm going to go for a little bit of um, a little bit of value here. Put five bucks on them, maybe 10 bucks on them and, and see what happens. Also, I forgot to tell you guys that I put $10 on Stuart Sink to win the Masters at like 12,000 to one or something like that. So oh, I want to actually check my odds on, on what. Uh, 32 thousand odds to win the masters Stuart sink i think it could happen he's old but it could happen so uh who knows what will happen nike there. golf pick for next week too you, you know what used to be a lock for an old guy pick was always like hey freddie couples to make oh, the cut Fred, like yeah, that, that used to always be Bernard langer always too so uh yeah. Stuart sink is my dark horse next week just because i put a bet on him former nike guy this week though plus 7500 i'm going with the Texas guy from Texas, UT, Austin, a Longhorn. I'm going Doug Gim. That's my pick this week. Doug also Gim. from the Chicago area. So, um, yeah, let's see what happens. I think it would be a good, like, primer one, not playing in the field. I don't believe in the field next week. So, um, could be a good week for him to get a, his first win on tour. So, uh, awesome, awesome stuff. Guys, I can't wait. We have. Justin Whelan coming up. And if you guys don't know Justin Whelan, well, you're about to uh, after these messages from here uh, from us and me talking about Anchor. And welcome back. That was just me talking about Anchor. And now we have our very special guest, Justin Whelan on uh, Augusta, Georgia, local native our master's guru and part of Oak film company and multiple Emmy award winners. I mean, he's in the MCU guys. Like this is crazy. We are so excited to have you on Justin. Thank you for coming on to today's podcast. I know you've been bugging me and Nick a while. Yeah. To get on this thing. You're a big yeah. Nike head. Oh yeah. I love it. And you're so good at um, graphics We're and branding. Like it just, looks, you? <laughs> <laughs> it just looks so cool. So kudos to you for making it look so, uh, Awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah, I, we have a lot of fun with, with what we do. We got some cool stuff coming up uh, next week for actual Masters nice. Week. This is our Masters Primer. And so nice. we had to get the guru on. So, uh, yeah, and nobody really better to be the, the Masters Primer than Justin. So, <laughs> we'll give Justin a chance to really give himself a, a proper Augusta introduction to the audience. But, Justin, one of the things we like to do with our guests is start them off with three, two, one. So 321 is just a series of questions that allows people maybe that don't follow you on Instagram just to kind of get, you know, check your street credentials, see the Nike credentials <laughs> and what you think. So so the first part of 321, we got you. We got to hear your three top golfers not named Tiger Woods. Who are your oh, three man. favorite golfers not named yeah. Tiger Woods? It's uh, Eldrick. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, oh, let's see. Well played. Um, well, uh, I guess I'll just rattle some off at the moment. Um, and it's very, uh, that I don't know what the word is, like recency bias or something is coming into play. Um, I'm really a big fan of uh, Victor Hovland. Uh, I like Colin Morikawa. Um, and let's just go with Kisner. I mean, I, I love it. You know, yeah. Nice. No, it, that's, a, that's a good top three, especially for my brother, uh, Hovland wears Roshis, so we love the Hovland, but my brother absolutely loves Victor Hovland. Calmer, calmer, I just love his attitude. Calmer. I think he's, I mean, you know, he's such a, I don't know, he just is always smiling. It's hard not to not to root for the guy. True. It's true. No, thousand percent. All right, cool. So here's the two in three, two, one. What are your top two Nike golf shoes of all time? Yeah, uh, again, I'm just going to say recency bias, if that's even a real thing. Um, Let's go with the Chicago ones um, that I just wore out at Sage Valley. And then let's go with, um, you know what? I really like the, uh, 
I'm forgetting the name. It's like the Air Zoom. It was kind of Rory did them for a little bit, I think. Zoom Victory? Yeah. Yeah, Zoom Victory, maybe the infrareds, you know. Um, those are pretty cool. Oh man, love it. Absolutely love it. The by the way, nice humble brag there with the Chicago ones that uh everybody they did the shock drop last yeah. week. Um kind of happy that they did the shock drop, but disappointed because none them. of us hit. They sent them to me and I didn't even I literally didn't even realize they weren't out yet. And so I wore them out at, to play and the caddies were like, "Oh man." And I'm like, "Yeah, you just go on the Nike thing and they're like mm -mm. I was like oh sorry he humbly dropped the Chicago ones and he also humbly dropped that he was out at Sage Valley which uh, yeah, anyone yeah. knew what happened a couple <laughs> weeks ago in Sage Valley a little uh winner got to speak with Justin Whelan and, and Scotty Scheffler a couple weeks ago yeah well. yeah so, yeah uh, we'll hear cool. all about that a little bit later but that's cool. <laughs> yeah. another little humble brag that he threw in there yeah, and, yeah. and you were in the red and black too to go with the shoes so that's yeah. even better well, I was playing on Sunday, so I said, you know, on Sundays we, we wear red. So. Exactly. That's right. On Wednesdays we wear pink, and then on Sundays <laughs> we wear red. I don't, I don't know if the Mean Girls uh, translates over to the course, but definitely you nailed the Sunday red. That was awesome. All right, so last question in three, two, one here. What is your all-time favorite Nike shoe in general in the whole Nike shoe universe? Yeah, let's just go with uh, Air Max 1. Oh, um, perfect. You know. So versatile. And of course, Gumby. I know. Just not to say. <laughs> and Gumby. We're both creatives. We both are creatives. We both game recognize game and Tinker Hatfield. That's why, you know. So. Oh, yeah. I've got the Tinker threes or as uh, I got so many. I'll have to send you a picture of the. I have a whole closet uh, with those, you know, those plastic like opener oh, yeah. things. Yep. The drop it's shoe Florida stealing and on the, it's not Pat Perez level, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's cool. So I don't know too many people that are Pat Perez. I think Pat's got no. everybody yeah. beat, but yeah, the container store definitely. Uh, yeah. They nailed it with those drop tops. Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. Those are really good. Three, two, one. I think that's, <laughs> that's a really great way to, to introduce our listeners to you. And now I'll let you take it over and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, what you do for a living and how you yeah. kind of get started into the, the game of golf and with Nike and all that stuff. Yeah, sure. Um, so I guess what I do for a living, uh, it looks like on Instagram, I play golf, but that's not true. It's just um, a lot of the work I do. I can't, uh, I can't always show it uh, as much as I want to, because I'm such a social media being. So um Again, I've, I've run into people and um, they said, oh, yeah, you're like a professional golfer. And I'm like, no, it looks like that, but I'm, I'm not. So um, I do I do film stuff. So I do movies, documentaries. And um, recently I've um, just been getting a lot of killer corporate work, which uh, isn't um, all that fun unless the client is like an awesome client. And I've been getting some awesome clients. So that's a. Uh, it's kind of work work stuff what i do for money and uh yeah for fun i'm uh play golf love golf um i live in aiken south carolina which is um touches augusta a lot of times people if, if you don't know i mean it sounds like you're another state away but they 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 touch my studio is in downtown augusta so i'm there um often but yeah i got into golf uh i actually my dad was a big golfer, um, and in 1997, uh, the day Tiger won the Masters, I was 10. Um, he won, yeah, I was 10, and I went and put on a red T-shirt, and I went out in the yard and just started hitting balls, and I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, in fact, I started cross-handed because I just, I just literally didn't know. I mean, I, I didn't know any better, and so my dad just kind of... Um, you know, I, I thought it felt good to me. So that's just how I wanted to do it. And my dad, thank God, you know, he said, he said, you've got to change. And, and I'm 10. I'd like, I don't, I don't really want to change. And he's like, I'm not taking you out on a course unless you change. So I changed. Thank Thank God. And then, uh, yeah, go play. And I went just to drive the golf cart and, uh, then eventually played, played more. And so, yeah, that's kind of a intro to golf. And then from recently, it's just been an insane whirlwind of fun stuff. 
That's Thanks. cool. And and when you talk about like corporate clients, for those that don't know, two awesome Nike videos that you did, Redefine Your pos- Impossible yeah, and yeah. Dream Crazy. Awesome, awesome yeah. stuff. Thank you. Um, I'll, let, I'll let everybody kind of look that up mm. and, and see the awesome work that you've done. What's the biggest misconception about growing up in Augusta that you think that people have? Or Aiken. <laughs> well, and, and now I get the Kisner reference because he is a, yeah, a yeah, pride of yeah, Aiken, Aiken. So, Well, we were on the same high school golf team, so we, we know each other well and everything. And, That's amazing. Uh, yeah, and he was... It. Bring him on. Yeah, yeah. He was he's, he's too strapped superstar. to the, to the, to the um, four-play boys. Those other boys. guys. Yeah, yeah those he's, other guys. He's, he's, he's too strapped. We've got Justin, they've got Kevin, <laughs> you know? So. Yeah. I like that better. Um I don't even remember the question, man. I'm sorry. What, what was it? Uh, what was the biggest misconception about uh, growing up around Augusta? Oh, well, I mean, the thing is, it. I mean, I, I do fit into the stereotype, meaning uh, the biggest misconception is that everyone plays golf and you've played Augusta and stuff like that, which is not true for 99 point, uh, let's say 99.5% of people in Augusta, 99.9% of people in the world, but uh, around here, you've got a lot of connections. But yeah, again, that's kind of the misconception, even though it's 100% true for me. <laughs> so. Yeah, he, uh, Justin came on the podcast before we, we were talking, and he has an amazing setup. And once we get this on YouTube, eventually you'll see his <laughs> custom uh staff bag with a jump man logo and a bunch of nike signs which he showed me a couple years ago and i immediately (laughs) made me want to change my bag Uh, a couple emmys in the background and then also some flexes on some augusta national golf club uh like barware and now if you're you're listening to that you're like well that sounds different shouldn't it be called the (laughs) masters barware well that's the stuff that you get that week when you get Augusta National Barware, that means you've actually played the course. And so, Justin, you have played a yeah. national. You know, my dad's played 25 times. And in 1998, he got two hole-in-ones in the same round. Yeah. Oh, my God. That yeah, is sports, on which holes? Uh, like four and six or something. The Sports Illustrated did a write-up. And it's, it's so funny because it's – 98 and he, i think he was using a top flight so in his in his office at home you know he's got the the, the pictures and the scorecard and the the stuff and then you look and it's like a beat up top flight and i just want to change it out for something better but it is what it is so. was it the same ball for both hole in ones yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> he didn't even put it away. He didn't pocket it. That is, he made a hole. No, what's, you know what's cool is not like you know it's not like he was playing alone where someone can call BS. I mean, he's got you know twelve witnesses. So what I holes think, were they? Uh, four and six, I think. Yeah. It's so. amazing. <laughs> That's great. What? So what's it like to kind of walk through? We I've been there for one practice round during Masters Week. Keith and Matt, I don't believe have been there at all. Though we try every every year for mm-hmm. for the lottery. Um, what is it like to kind of walk through the gates on Masters Week, and what's it like to walk through the gates um, not during tournament play? Yeah, so Masters Week, I um, you know, I've and it sounds so nauseating to some, I'm sure, but I've been so much that I don't really personally like going to the tournament days anymore because the tv coverage is so good Mm. and i've been out there on tournament days and like you'll hear a big roar and you won't know what happened you don't have a phone you can't look it up you don't you know word doesn't travel you know no one's texting so no one could say tiger just chipped in at 16 or something you know and it's like so to me it was just torture being out there because i i had this fomo like all day i'm like what am i I just missed something and I just missed something. And so I'm, I'm done going to the tournament days. Uh, TV's where it's at. Seriously. Now, again, if someone's going for the first time or something, go whenever you can go, but um, tournament days are pretty chaotic. Uh, it's a lot of people, um, especially for groups like Tiger and those guys. I mean, it's so deep that, uh, you know, you can't always see, and you really don't see that much golf, honestly. I mean, you know, you think a guy plays a hole in 
10, 12, 13 minutes and he hits, you know, three or four shots. So you don't see that much golf. And, uh, but, you know, that's not to say it's, they haven't created the best atmosphere in the world because they have. I mean, the, the merch shop is unreal. I mean, it, it is so big with so many perfect items. I mean, and they're so good. You know, it's not like the same thing every year. They, they've got their staple items. But they are those gnomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They change them up. I mean, (laughs) yeah, they change up everything. I mean, they they probably change up ninety percent of the items, so you really do feel like, oh, I've got to get this. Like I've never seen this before. I got to get it, and um, so always end up doing a lot of damage in that gift shop. And but uh, to the flip side, and of course the food. You know, the food is great and and dirt cheap, and it's so cool because you know you go to Braves game and. uh, soda is $12 and a hot dog's $16. I mean, stupid. And then you go there and it's $2 sandwiches and $3 beers. And, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. They, they what do are your go-to than, items. I like the barbecue sandwich. Um, I don't really do dairy, so I don't do the pimento cheese or the egg salad, but again, people love those. They're, they're iconic, but I like the barbecue sandwich. I'll do a bag of chips and then I'll do a peach ice cream sandwich. And uh, that's my go-to I've I've been once and that's my go-to, but I, the peach ice cream sandwich, but I re I'll remake it at home now. So for like master's week, we'll do a bunch of like, I'll do like a party or whatever and I'll find peach ice cream and sugar cookies. I'll remake it at home because it was so, and it's huge. I mean, it is, it's, it's, I'm telling you, it's, you can't even tell on the screen. It is. basically from like his eyeline to his jaws yeah it's huge it's huge at like a dollar 75 or something stupid okay so i've never been to the masters and and one thing that i've always thought about when i was planning it is i'm more excited about the food menu and you guys talking about it has kind of reaffirmed (laughs) that so it's like i probably have to do two or three trips because i got to try everything that's on the menu and and i think i could probably be in and out of there for like 50 it's so easy because you just walk in and it's already laid out for you like a la carte style so you just pick it up and then go pay like you don't have to order anything or anything like that No, you'll be through that line in two two minutes i mean they could be 200 deep i mean they're quicker than chick-fil-a like (laughs) that's pretty darn quick quick. yeah yeah um, so, so a full day at the tournament sounds pretty exhausting to me. It sounds like I've always heard that there's a lot more elevation changes than you, what you see hilly. on TV because TV hilly, just yeah. flattens it. Right. So yeah. what is longer a day at Augusta during the tournament, walking the course, an early call time as an actor <laughs> on set all day or being on set all day as a director slash producer being behind yeah. the camera. What's, what's longer out of those three things, acting behind the camera or at Augusta? It's no contest. It's definitely onset directing. And the reason I say that is because when you're an actor, you know, most, uh, it could be 70% of your day is chilling in a chair or a trailer, or you're on your own time while the crew is changing lights and set up and all kinds of stuff. But, you know, if you're directing or producing, you're pretty much on 100% of the time because people are asking you a thousand questions, you're making decisions every moment. And it is, there's a, there's a truly a real thing in Hollywood. I don't know if it has a term yet, but a lot of directors get sick after the shoots uh, because they're just, they're going so hard for so long. Uh, You know, nutrition gets a little out of whack, but they're, their bodies you're just like I mean imagine like a a tournament round like how focused you are for four hours and how kind of tired you can get I mean imagine then like a 14 hour day where you're focused 100% of the time it is just it is exhausting and that's uh you know that's why these directors can't do you know so many movies in a year I mean it's just it's just uh, and it's not even just the shooting I mean you've got all the pre-production time where you're still just making a thousand choices a day and planning and thinking and writing and all this stuff and then post-production you're editing and all this stuff so it's it's a very tiring and that's why the off days are um can be very leisurely I mean just golf chilling whatever yeah 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 so you said you wouldn't go to a tournament day. 
So I'm guessing you would go to a practice round day. I've been to a practice round day. I think that is probably the better of the days. I think Wednesday yeah. may be the perfect day for a practice round because you got the par three contest as well. Maybe. So. Wednesday is very busy. Um, yeah. Everyone wants to go Wednesday. Monday is a hit or miss because some of the big, big names don't do Monday just for yeah. some reason, just conserve energy or something. So Monday, there's a chance you won't see Tiger or something like that. Um, Tuesday is a sweet spot in my opinion because um, the players are way more relaxed and jovial and joking around and hitting different shots so you can actually see them hit four or five chips at a time 10 putts you know so I think Tuesday is the sweet spot to go up for my money Tuesday is the day Um, Wednesday you know they're getting a little more serious they're conserving their energy so they may just play nine or something so you know you kind of see less but yeah i would say uh tuesday is really the sweet spot yeah tuesday was the day that i went and that was a great time brought a camera in um i remember walking through the gates and kind of you walk under that like that sort of bridge tunnel area and uh just kind of making my way and you kind of you end up at the back of the range uh yeah you walk in and there's someone in the bunker there and there's a little crowd around him and uh, just Mm -hmm. walk up to tiger hitting bunker shots first lucky thing of of of, uh, augusta then we walk in and kind of go around but we went around around to the circle and got to look down magnolia lane um and i ended up up going across um i don't remember exactly which fairway i crossed but i crossed at the same time that marty smith was crossing and so i got a picture Mm -hmm. with marty smith and i was like the only time (laughs) <laughs> that I've asked a celebrity for a picture, really. I don't, I don't tend to, to do that, but I, I'm a fan of Marty Smith. So uh, awesome. I agree. Tuesdays, Tuesdays kind of a sweet spot. So uh, that's, that's great, man, though. It's, it's cool to see how much you love um, Augusta and the masters. Cause I think we love yeah. that as much. I think, I think it truly just kicks off golf season for most of us, especially us Northerners. Uh, yeah. We don't get to play throughout the, uh, the 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 winter and the fall and, and even the spring right now there's still some snow yeah. around up here mm. so when the masters comes it's truly the kickoff like event to to golf season for us and so that's well they just really... do everything so perfectly i mean even yeah. down to the tv coverage and the app and uh, i mean the golf channel uh live from the masters i mean everything is just they and I'm not just a fanboy. I mean, I mean, I am, but I, you know, they just, they literally just do everything perfectly. I mean, and I'm not talking about the, their past and, and, and the historical stuff. I'm talking about, um, you know, modern day stuff. I mean, they just, um, like I said, everything they do from the merchandising to the course. And again, I've seen it firsthand and, um, you know, when I, when I, played there you know i was wondering if it was going to be you know stuffy or um you know if i'd feel unwelcome or something but no i mean the hospitality is unreal because you know they they're not dumb they know that if you're out there you're basically going to have they're going to make sure you have the best day of your life i mean literally and you know to to that end and we do all kinds of q a's with with that day but um one of the neat things is they don't um people you know they when people find out i played augusta they always say well how hard is it i say it's really not hard at all and they say what and i say well think about it like this we're not playing tournament tees you know we're not playing the tips they don't even really allow that um i said we're playing from the members tees which is they don't tell you um the official yardage but it's probably only 6700 yards like it's not bad and the reason they do that my member was explaining you know they, there's so many vips that come out there be it ceos of, of whatever or celebrities or doesn't matter i mean just just doesn't matter uh they want you to have the best day of your life and they're not trying to beat you up they're they're, they're not trying to have these business deals get sour because the CEO is shooting 107 and eight putting every green, you know what I mean? So, so they keep it, they keep it very playable. Um, The greens are fast, but they're not masters. Uh, They they weren't like masters quick. 
Um, they were just a good course fast, but they, you know, they weren't silly where you breathe on it and it's gone. I mean, um, one of the great things is, you know, the, the caddies, they're so good, of course. And on the first green, you know, I had a, I missed the green left, chipped up, had probably a 10, 12 footer. And my caddy says, what, what do you think you got here? And I said, well, it's, you know, downhill and, and left to right. And he said, he said, I know it looks like that. He said, but it's going to play uphill and right to left. And I'm like, no, like what? No. And he goes, well, you have yeah, more control it. in the pocket. And yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's like, you know, the whatever the great, I mean, he told me, he said, play it right here. And he pointed to the, you know, kind of hovered over the spot and I synced it. And I like, you know, I was like 100 through seven and wow. um, yeah. So it, those guys are so good, but those greens, I can't fathom uh, the newcomers and how they're going to, whether it's the women or the rookies or something. I mean, it's a, it's quite the shock when you get on those greens. Other than, I mean, even I was just with Laird, um, uh, I forget his last name. I was doing a shoot with the, the USAM and the British AM guy. They play a match. Um, and I was just there with them and interviewing them. And, he was saying, he's like, you know, Augusta's not a difficult course. It's the greens that are crazy. Everything else is not that tricky. Um, you know, there's, you got to put it in the right spots clearly, but it's not, you know, you're not going to get penalized by hitting the fairway or something. So, um, yeah, I feel like you got more room off the yeah. tee. You definitely got to play your shots into the green. Yeah. I mean, that that's all where it is. And that's, probably why a tiger feels super confident because you know if he can if he's fairly accurate right now you know he knows those greens um and that's that's the thing i mean you know tiger would have known that of course i i, I didn't know that but you know tiger would have known all those weird wacky things so i think that's one of the things that's when he designed blue jack right he said that he loves the fact about augusta <laughs> is that you you could be a little inaccurate off the tee, but you always have a chance to do some magic and recover yourself, right? And I think yeah. that's why the back nine at Augusta, and I'm totally with you. Like, trust me, you're not being a homer. I think we all agree, the three of us, that the Masters is the best of all the majors. Me personally, I look forward to the chairman's speech every single year because it, the last few years, like, they've really nailed it. Like, they really seem to have the last few years uh, maybe like a, a bit of a thumb on the pulse of golf. It's so it, funny you mentioned the chairman's speech. I hope you enjoy the chairman's speech this year. I hope you enjoy any of the nudge, wink, wink. video assets <laughs> you see this year. I hope you like those. I'm sure whoever produces them is is a savant, is a genius. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't know, but I hope you enjoy the the visuals. That they are providing awesome. for that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, that's, I mean, that back nine. And this, this is like, this is why I always, like, I wish the US Open would take more of a key from Augusta in the fact that you don't need to beat up people from the rough. Like the back nine at Augusta, it's, it's three putts and birdies, right? Like those yeah. are the swings, three putts and birdies. And, you know, that's, that's the amazing thing about whoever's leading on Saturday. The last few years, whoever's leading on Friday seems to be different than who's leading on Saturday. Seems to be different than who wins, yeah. right? And especially yeah. last year with with Hideki winning, it was just amazing. I mean, what what a what a shot with the bow at the end of eighteen. Yeah, that was iconic. I've already seen T-shirts and posters with that. It's really cool. I, I love it. All right, so we got our Augusta fix on, right? A little bit, <laughs> but we want to hear a little, and we could probably ask you a million questions about Augusta. Yeah, yeah. Because we're all drooling to someday on our bucket mm -hmm. list to walk through those doors and play and tee it up on the first tee. But since we're all Nike nuts, yeah, you know, yeah. I just want to know, you know, um, just got a couple questions for you. You know, yeah. we're nuts. Like, how did you get into Nike or Nike golf? And, you know, why are you so passionate about the swoosh? You know, just like us, you know, we're, we're nuts about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure that it was probably, you know, a Tiger thing. I mean, he... You know, obviously, I was a Jordan guy. I loved uh, Jordan. I mean, he was a little bit before I actually saw him play, but he he was playing for the Wizards um, when I saw him. So, but at, again, it was cool to see him play. You know, I saw Tiger play. I saw 
seen Jordan play. I feel like, you know, that's pretty cool for someone to have seen both, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm sure Tiger was uh, an inspiration for that. Um, I wasn't huge into all the other sports, so I'm sure just seeing seeing the swoosh all the, every time I cut on the TV was had some effect. And then, you know, when I, you know, after high school, after uh, college and all that stuff, when I started to get some success in the in the entertainment industry you know I um, formed some relationships and that kind of led to a Nike sponsorship type thing I, they call it like the swoosh staff and uh, but yeah so that that was just incredible because you know I'm not not a professional athlete so I'm, I'm not I'm never going to be like a sponsored athlete you know um, that, that door isn't open to me but it feels like it kind of is with this stuff um with the product and getting to go to some events and so it's it's really cool because you know talk about imposter syndrome like i'm again i'm not an athlete uh but just kind of by virtue of what i do in the entertainment business i get some of those ancillary benefits which is uh, i am not complaining and i, I love it so like like cool. a couple of weeks ago, seeing going out to Sage Valley and yeah, yeah. Uh, and talking to Scotty Scheffler, he's a three-time winner in world number one. How did that how, kind of feel? Yeah, you know, he was number five to... in the world two weeks ago. Right. And it was so are great. you taking I mean, credit for the for the <laughs> yeah. number one? Yeah, I gave him a little tip. Yeah, I, his grip was a little weak, so I thought I'd tweak it a little. <laughs> um, no, he was great. He's so down to earth. In fact, um, I was with Ian Poulter the night before. And so Ian was talking about, you know, his insane car collection. And we, we both watch uh, crazy watch lovers. I love watches as much as I love Augusta Nike. And uh, anyway, we were talking watches and uh, sorry, we were talking about his car collection too. And he was telling me these crazy rare ones he's got and how many, and it was just fascinating. And anyway, so then um, with Scotty, you know, we were like, so what's, you know, do you got a little, car you know you've made some good money and you what's your car collection like he's like man i drive a 2012 yukon that my dad gave me <laughs> and i just thought that was so indicative of him like um you know it's not nothing wrong with ian that that's what he likes that's what he's into but it was so funny scotty just uh yeah it was just so funny um, he's very down to earth humble and I, I couldn't be more thrilled at his crazy 50-day run here. It's, it's, it's unbelievable to see how um, how quickly he's ascended to number one. It's he great shattered Tiger's record. Yeah. Oh. After the first yeah. And Duval. And Duval. Yeah. Yeah. As, as Keith is a, a, if you've listened to the podcast, he's very much a new guy. Uh, and so we we love to see it. We love to to see the Nike kind of rising as well. We got some some of the main stable guys still like ready to break out. You know, we need yeah, Brooks yeah. and we need Rory to kind of to show up for yeah. for our podcast sake. But uh, mm -hmm. you know, we'll have to tap into you and and, and get Scotty's number <laughs> so we can give him a shout. Yeah. See if he'll come on the pod. But yeah, uh, but yeah, no, that's that's phenomenal that you got to go out there and see them and you've, you've done some work with, with Anwa this week and coming up and, and that's the Augusta national women's amateur, which is a great, great event um, for, for women's golf. Um, and, and just something awesome that they're, that they're doing um, at Augusta and, and, and whatnot. And I think Nike's a little bit evolved here and there with these majors and stuff. Um, and we just want to see more. I, I know you would probably like to see more as well. Uh, that's why we're trying to hold the create. I'm trying to carry that creative mm -hmm. candle and, and we do, we'll have yeah. some, some, uh, some new wallpapers coming out and I always send them yeah, to Justin in the high res yeah. version, uh, <laughs> via right. text so that he doesn't have to screenshot them. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, it's pretty awesome. Who is the, the most high profile Nike athlete that you've met? I'm, I'm going to guess that it's been that you've met like Tiger, but I, I'm not actually sure. Never. No, Tiger's the one, you know, I'm telling people, people ask all the time. They say, well, it's kind of like the most famous guy you've worked with and this, that, and the other, and, or who have you met or didn't meet? And I always say Tiger's my number one bucket list guy I've not met. I've met you know, Clinton and Obama and Trump and Bill Murray and Samuel Jackson. I mean, 
everybody, you know, I've met icons uh, forever, uh, but he's the one guy that's eluded me. I, I, he walked by me one time at the masters, like I'm talking like within like a foot. And I said, I don't know, go get him or something. He said, thanks, but I'm not going to count that as a, you know, <laughs> I, yeah. I no, mean, I'm not getting credit for it. No, no. I mean, I, you know, I don't, cause I have friends who do that. You know, they'll, they'll see someone a hundred yards away and then the story will morph and a year later they're like they met him and hung out with him i'm like you didn't do but that. but you got a reaction you got you a reaction, reaction. yeah right. but i that's I, an I, interaction not a meet though how about that i want to i want a picture with him because oh, uh yeah he's just you know you know he's gonna go down as the best ever and i when he's retired and and an old guy i want to be able to show my kid or something that i i was with the the goat and so that's awesome. Hoping, I, got, um, I got two more for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm good, yeah. Are there any Nikes still in the golf bag? Any Nikes still? Golf clubs. Oh, no. I've got a – well, I don't play with them, but I've got a friend on tour who was uh, sponsored by Nike, and I've got his whole set of, like, TW irons Ooh. with his initials in them yeah. and stuff. And yeah, I think I even have – I think I've got like a, you know how Scotty still plays with that like red three wood or like something. Yeah, I've got, I've got one of those over there. And oh so, yeah, yeah. I don't play awesome. with them though. I, yeah. Any toe sweep wedges I can buy off you? <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about the. Hold on, I, I'm looking at this right here. Oh, oh, he's looking at the bag. He's going right to the bag. No, the whole new the, case. Uh, Justin Wheeling garage no, sale begins. Do you follow the club pro guy? Yes, that's what I thought you were talking about. Camel. No, oh, oh, he's bringing out camel toe technology for those of you that love club pro guy. <laughs> oh club pro guy just debuted the the camel toe the seven four seven system. I do his. Got out the club pro guy. I did his, his videos? commercial. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was just talking to him. I'm going do some more stuff with him in a couple of weeks. So yeah, but that. That whole like commercial, I made that. So that's amazing. So pro guy, we just want uh, we just want one sample in exchange <laughs> for calling you out here on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, my last one is for all the hockey guys on there, and we're all Instagram, you know, stalkers now for the past yeah. couple of years because we couldn't really go outside our our boxes. <laughs> um, I saw a couple of years ago you met the great one. Oh How Wayne, was that? yeah, yeah. How yeah, was that? It was awesome. He's a big wheels up guy and uh, oh, I cool. um, do some stuff with them. And so he was, um, he was just hanging out in the wheels up hospitality house. And I didn't, you know, I didn't want to bug him. Yeah. And I, I didn't awesome. want to bug him, but I did. Um, so I just went up to him and well, my dad, I think, you know, my dad saw him and we saw him and I'm like, let's just, like screw it let's just go get a picture with him and so we did he was awesome and as a hockey guy so i i you know i live in the south so i was never a hockey guy um still really not but one of my good good buddies is grant pure we play all the time and we always play for money and whoever loses has to sign the bill and give it over but he's He's really good. He's very good. He's a stick. He's a stick because uh, he's he's played Tahoe a few times, right? Oh, he's he's yeah. played everything. Like he literally, that's like what he does now. He's on the the tour. He goes from one event. I mean, they. I'm not kidding. They do one way tickets to one event, and one way tickets to the next event, and one way to the next, and then eventually he goes home. But I, he's actually I, played in like some Canadian senior events or something. He's good. Yeah, I think I think in general, I think hockey players seem to have the best golf swings or the most talent for some reason. I don't know what it is about having a compressed vulcanized rubber against slick ice. It <laughs> makes it a little bit easier. It works, right? It works. Ball. Yeah. But you know, the baseball players struggle. The football well, players don't have the hand eye. I mean, I baseball played, players they can pound it, but it seems players. to me like the hockey players. I, I've had some good matches with Chipper Jones, and he can smack that ball. And what's uh-huh. cool is he um. I was playing with him one time and, you know, he plays right-handed, but a buddy of mine who I brought was left-handed and Chipper's like, let me see that driver. Chipper hit left-handed and probably hit it 285, like right down the middle, left-handed. Yeah. Talk about an athlete. He's a, 
Yeah. These guys, you don't realize how big they are in person because they're always surrounded by big people. Yeah. You know? And so it just it kind of skews your thing. But these are some big people. I mean, Ken Griffey Jr.'s pretty big guy. And yeah. again, he, he might be a little baseball player, but he's a he's a big dude. So it's a it's you're always reminded when you see an athlete that they were an athlete because you're like, yeah. Oh, that's why. Oh, that is why. Yeah. Like when people say built differently, they are built differently, which is, it's I mean, awesome. look at Scotty. I'm six foot, I'm six foot tall and like a legit six, not, not a five ten. And oh, you, you, you're not the, you're not a Tinder <laughs> six foot tall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, you look at the picture with me and Scotty and I look like a little 12 year old. So, I mean, that's, that's a big dude right there. Yeah, that was the first time I ever saw Tiger in person was all I noticed. And I've told this story on the podcast before is how like, how <laughs> tall he stands. Like it's it's yeah. like perfect little like he he has the best posture that I've ever yeah. seen. And, and he's like a little bit smaller than maybe I expected, but yeah. like not in like aura and, and stature because it just he just stands so tall that he stands tall. You know? Back in like the 2000. 2000- I don't know when it when he was peak. I mean, you know, there was that couple year stretch where he was built like a football player. I mean, his chest was huge, and uh, yeah, he he was. And that that was one of the years I saw him in person, and he walked by me. I just wanted to, like poke him. He just looked like a <laughs> like a statue or something. Can you imagine just poking Tiger Woods? <laughs> like, I mean. I- Oh, that would be Poof, and My only interaction, I don't know if this counts as an interaction with Tiger, is uh, whistling straights, tees it off. He's coming down the, the first hole. And, you know, all the idiots are yelling something. And I don't want to be one of the idiots, but I'm an idiot. <laughs> so there's a little there's a little don't quiet lull. Yeah, no, no. As he's walking by, I go, love your video game. And everybody starts laughing and he looks at me and he actually looks and gives a smile. And this is back like intimidator tiger, you know, like, like not going to smile or give any reaction, but he gave a smirk. Like he looked right at me and gave a smirk. Like, Hey, that was okay. I was going to say, you probably don't hear that one every day. Yeah. So awesome. They need to bring tiger woods PGA back. (laughs) No no kidding. Justin, you've played probably the number one bucket course on our list in Augusta Mm -hmm. national. But what is a course that is on your bucket list that you the Grove. haven't got to play? What was it? The, the Grove. The Grove. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, Nick's got Grove one up 23. on you there. Who? Nick. Oh, Nick. Nick's Nick play? Spears. Yeah. With, with yeah. our episode last. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Telling us about him. the Grove. Yeah, I'm so jealous. I, I have made crazy deals with that guy to try to get him to get <laughs> – you know, I know he's not the member, so I'm like, I'm like, you get your guy to take me out there. I will, I'll put you in a movie. I'll put your kid in a movie. Like, I'll do, I'll do anything. And uh, I've got right, so many go. feelers out. Oh yeah, I've got so many feelers. I mean, King Griffey Jr. You know, we were playing an event at uh, the BMW, and he's a member, and he's like, oh yeah, I'll take you and stuff. And then, you know, hadn't happened yet, so. Well, I'll, I'll tell Nick to put you above me on the list because <laughs> <laughs> put Matt on the list. He's just putting everybody on the list because he's. I text I text Nick like almost daily <laughs> about that. I'm like, when are you going to Florida again, buddy? When does it happen? Mm. I know. Okay, I, is there I a thought. less exclusive club that is on your list <laughs> that you that you just haven't gotten to? Is it like abandoned? Is it a you know Pine Pine Valley something like that? Um. No, I mean I've been you know I. Obviously, uh, maybe Pebble. I mean, okay. it's, you know, Pebble's not hard to get on. You just have to pay for it. Um, <laughs> you just have to be able to afford it, yeah. <laughs> and it's not, I mean, it's not, cra- I mean, it's, you know, it's a bucket list course, but, uh, you know, it's not crazy. I just haven't done it yet. I mean, my dad, my brother, and I have been talking. We've, we've been doing golf trips uh, the last two or three years, and we did the Pinehurst trip, you know, played two, four, and eight, and then uh, we did the Cliffs um trips which that's a really cool community up in greenville south carolina in fact it's so crazy we were at dinner one night at the cliffs and we saw this guy standing there and he looked familiar to me but i i thought he may have been a basketball coach or something and my dad went up and talked to him and introduced himself and my dad said hey do i 
know you from somewhere and the guy said hey i'm mark and um he didn't say his last name so i didn't think to him like i was half paying attention half like waiting for the table and um anyway dad said oh i'm here with my sons and he said hey i'm mark meadows and, and then as soon as he said that i'm like wait a second and i googled it so him and my dad are talking and i'm showing my brother i'm like <laughs> and we're like oh you know he was up there basically hiding out trying to avoid you know it's a very private gated community you can't go in there like at all and uh, he was hiding out avoiding subpoenas from the from the u.s government or whatever he was it was trump's chief of staff you know oh my and, god uh, yeah so he was they you know the insurrect i mean still going on the january 6th stuff's going on and he was up there avoiding subpoenas and uh so I half of me wanted to like tweet out hey I know where you can find it <laughs> even like three days later is there like, a bounty oh, on this dude what can I get in yeah the I mean <laughs> literally like three or four days later the news said you know he couldn't be found in Washington DC and I called my dad and I'm like oh my gosh like he's legit just like hiding it at the cliffs you know so Justin Whelan, uh, on his website, it's going to say actor, director, producer, U.S. Marshal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just taking, yeah, taking people out. I, oh, thought, I just thought that was so wild, you know. You got chief of staff and just hiding from the government. And, hmm. okay, so we're going to wrap this up soon. This has been amazing, Justin. You've been a great guest. Yes, and um, But I got to know what you're buying at that master's gift shop this year. Because when I went in 2018, it was the first year that they yeah. had redone it. Like they re Yeah. Oh, yeah. That nice amazing. room on the left, too. You know, they've got, so you go in and they've got, it's huge, but they've got this little room to the left where it's like, you can tell it's different. It's wood inlays and the light. It's where they keep all like the, the good good stuff so the, <laughs> good, good stuff. all this you know the smathers and branson stuff and the peter millar stuff and i don't know i i need absolutely nothing and i i tell myself <laughs> every year i'm like i'm not gonna uh, i may just get something little and then i walk out with like three grand worth of stuff every year and i can't help it and i don't know what's wrong with me they i swear they've mentally created that place to buy stuff like and what i mean is like i guarantee you they psychology behind it <laughs> they've got some yeah. psychology behind it because people are just grabbing stuff like i mean it is like i don't know if it's the energy you know i bet i'm i'm positive that adds to it because you think if you were just the only person in there and you leisurely took your time but you know you if they got you know what's interesting is you know they probably have ten thousand of every item but if you're in there you know, they may only have like three belts and you're like, oh crap. Like, and then, <laughs> and then one guy walks up and takes one, another guy walks up, and you're just like, oh shit. And like, you grab it and you just walk away and you didn't need that belt. But it's Golf Black so, Friday, is what that is, is what the, uh, the Augusta National is. Pro Shop well, is. Well, what I've been, what it's I've been doing is, you know, I still have items that I've literally never opened um, from a year or two ago just because I bought them in a, on a whim. But I'm realizing like basically everything sells for like basically at least double so that's why if i do go super hard i can like kind of assess things later and then be like all right i didn't need those three things i'm gonna just sell those i'm gonna list those on ebay for double what i paid and there you uh, go recoup, recoup no, something, so. i really wish i would have bought the gnome then i was there but then I'm kind Get it I'm, off eBay. I know, but I'm kind of glad I didn't because then I would need the gnome every year, you know, and that's the problem. Me and Ollie, so, yeah, you know Ollie from TaylorMade. He's yes, Ollie. Ollie content. We yeah. want Ollie on the podcast. He's a big Nike guy as well. Oh, so. He'll do it. We were just talking yesterday um, about how because we've basically bought them the last few years. Like, I'm like, oh my god, like, are we? We're in this for life now, right? Like, we're gonna <laughs> yeah. be old men and be gnome collectors. Like, it, who would have thought? So but they're Augusta gnomes. That's it's Augusta. different. He yeah. said the he might have said that verbatim. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's it's uh, see me and Ollie, team tailor made. We're just we're kindred yeah. spirits. Team yeah, tailor made. I've joined Team Tailor All my stuff's coming now, you know. So I got I'm, ju- I'm jumping in Ollie's so. DMs now. I'm gonna say you gotta come on the pod now. No, you should. I'm sure he, he, he's, he has agreed to it. I have I've messaged him before. He has agreed to yeah. it. He's just trying to find a time. So I'll leave you listening. Great. If not, That's we're great. still going to message you. So he's uh, at a 
All right, here we go. I'm gonna. All right, smile big. Let's see. All right, here we go. Let's see. Uh, all right. It, it, for, there it is. Right. For all of you out there in the podcast world, he was taking a photo of us. <laughs> so uh, with that dead space right there, maybe I'll just cut yeah. that out. And then, who knows? Yeah, guess, uh, um, <laughs> but that was, it's been, it's been awesome to hear your stories. We are super jealous of you. You have a busy week coming up. Uh, you've got yeah. a we couple of every events. Every single day. That, yeah, yeah, that you're going to be at and you're going to be around. But I'm sure once you get to Master Sunday, you'll be kicking it back on the couch in a good setup and then watching the coverage. And we'll be cheering for our Nike guys along the way. I mean, Augusta must be buzzing right now with, with what landed there today as we record on Tuesday of yeah. uh, pre-Masters Week and in, in the big cat in town. Um, no, I mean, all the hospitality houses are getting built and you can there's tents going up for all kinds of stuff on Washington Road. I mean, it is a... Uh, you know, the restaurants are getting fuller and people are starting to come in for different events. And I mean, Anwar, Anwar is bigger than you think. I mean, it's, yeah. they got a lot of people here for that too. So it's a, it's a fun time. Because Anwar into drive, trip and putt now as well. On yeah, Sunday, yeah. And that's kind of just like a, such a fun one to see some of the former yeah. master champs out there. You know, Bubba's always out there and, and Adam Scott and all that stuff. So that's yeah. really cool. Uh, to see so but we really appreciate it justin you are have been our biggest uh star on this podcast <laughs> no. uh, and anytime you come back on and, and Besides, gummy. gummies are number one so. <laughs> <laughs> anyone anytime you want to come back on and tell some more stories you are more than welcome to my friend this has been awesome again for someone like me who's an mcu nut and that you're just in the mcu <laughs> like that's amazing yeah. so uh mm. this is great but we're gonna wrap up the podcast here and reminder to support the podcast become a supporter at anchor.fm slash the swoosh life podcast backslash support and subscribe to us do all those fun things it's truly helpful for our podcast to grow it um and we'll see you in the next one happy masters pre-week all right see you in the next one bye see ya. later thanks for listening to today's episode make sure to go follow us on instagram at the Swoosh Life Podcast to stay up to date on all things swoosh. And if you have any questions, comments, or business inquiries, please email us at the Swoosh Life Podcast at gmail.com. And lastly, give us a follow or review and become a supporter of the podcast at anchor.fm backslash the swoosh life backslash support. Thank you all for listening. See you in the next one. Checks over stripes, yeah, that's what I like, yeah. that's what we like, yeah.